Welcome to Season 4 of Business Basics. You're on the mic with Dr. Ace, the global mentor and coach. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow your business. I hope you've been enjoying the reboot of my podcast and have learned some valuable information. Sometimes the best way to learn is by seeing what not to do. This season, we're going to revisit more episodes from the past while learning some key business basics. And today, I'm talking about Payless's attempt at a comeback. You heard that, right? A while back, Payless attempted a comeback. The thing with comebacks, though, you've got to do a lot of work to regain customer trust. Take a listen. Welcome back to On The Mic with Dr. Ace, the global mentor, coach, and you're listening to Business Basics. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow your business. And like I said in my last one, I hope you're ready for the new year because it is here. Today, I'm revisiting yet another episode. I don't know what's going on, but man, I'm telling you, this decade is shaping up to be something. Y'all hear me? Listen, I'm revisiting my episode on Payless because they're trying to make a comeback. They're trying to make a comeback. Yep. Payless is trying to bounce back from their chapter 11 filing and reopen U.S. stores. So let's get into it shall we so the 62 year old company if you don't know they filed chapter 11 last year and closed like some 700 u.s stores um their bankruptcy filing didn't affect their latin american markets though so according to usa today they have more than 710 franchises or stores in latin america southeast asia and the middle east who knew because i sure did and their current plan is to expand their international focus while capitalizing on U.S. opportunities. Now, Jared Margolis, I hope I'm saying that right, is the company's new CEO. And Good Morning America reports that he says, we will implement a new comprehensive strategic plan to strengthen our relationship with our vendors and suppliers, support our global franchise partners, and deepen the trust of our customers. They go on to quote Margolis as saying, we intend to leverage Payless's existing infrastructure, which is best in class and already includes product design and development, distribution, marketing, and a strong relationship with major footwear manufacturers, thus providing the new Payless with the ability to be nimble, innovative, and to fast track our biggest growth opportunity, the United States. I'm gonna let y'all think about that for a minute. As a business owner, it's important to be able to learn from previous mistakes, from other businesses. Um, That's how you grow. I don't have an issue with that. Problem is, this is what I love about the Good Morning America report. They definitely did not let you forget about Payless's sham when they were Paylessy and charging people hundreds of dollars for $20 trash shoes. <laughs> they had it right up in the report and I love it because that's foolishness. But you want people to trust you. How can you build trust for your brand when you pull in a sham like that? More importantly, you want to build trust with with your customers, but you are loyal to your customers. People stop paying less at pay less. That was the issue. 
That was the issue. In a nutshell, period, point blank. So as a business owner, what do you learn from this? You've got to be true to your market and pay less. Like I said last year, they didn't stay in their lane. They didn't stay in their market. They were all over the place. They were here, there, every there. They started selling $40, $50 shoes and ain't nobody got time to be paying $40, $50 shoes and no pay less. Like I said last year, that's DSW prices. We don't do that here. No, 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 no. When Payless burst on the scene 62 years ago, it was true to its brand. I remember when it first, when pay, we got our first Payless in, you know, in, in where I lived and we were like, hmm. And my mom was like, I don't know about these shoes. And you know, you know, you, but when, you, when you're on a budget and you're talking about back to school and all that kind of stuff, baby, we hit up some payless, honey. In my club days, I'm looking for a cute, quick pair of shoes that if I pay, if I wear one time and the heel broke off, I didn't care because I didn't pay nothing for them. They were cheap. They were cute. But baby, I can tell you right now, I could wear some payless sandals forever. They would last me a long time. So there was value even in the cheap shoes but when you start stepping out of that i can't trust you to be true to your brand so guess what people do business with people they know like and trust i don't trust payless and i don't even know if i know the brand anymore because i don't know if payless knows their brand and so from a customer perspective, you've got to listen to your customer. In the United States, folks ain't playing around with their money. I talked with one of my mentors the other day and she was just like, I can tell you right now, a lot of my clients ain't spending no money. We sit here and go shopping. And by the time we get to the register, she's changing her mind saying, I don't need this, I don't need this, and I don't need this. Like crunching pennies. Mind you, these are people who are very wealthy. I'm talking about millionaire people. These are people, one of her clients, sold their company billions their company business for hundreds of millions of dollars these folks ain't hurting for money but are they spending money absolutely not so when folks who got money aren't spending money and they're they're pinching their pennies and they're and they're watching and paying attention what do you think folks who really don't have any money are doing they sure aren't spending that kind of money at no pay less or anywhere else people are really paying attention why do you think jc penny went back to penny catalogs and went back to the whole penny thing that they used to do back in the day buy one item and get another for a penny because it worked and they paid attention. They went back to what they, they went back to the roots before it was too late. Payless didn't go back to their roots before it was too late. So they didn't have to do a chapter 11 bankruptcy filing for their US stores and close some 700 stores. Oh, 1,500 people probably lost their, or 15,000 of people lost their jobs fooling around with Payless who didn't understand the brand or at least didn't evolve their brand with the economy because the economic crisis is real. And as a business owner, you have to pay attention to the market. What's happening? Who's spending money where? What are people spending money on? Let me tell you something. Folks ain't spending that kind of money. You can, you think people are spending money on a whole lot of shoes. If your name ain't Kaepernick or, or, or some big name, they're not spending that kind of money on shoes at this level. They trying to figure out how they're going to put food on the table. So what are you doing to add value to your customers that they can trust your brand and, and trust that you care about them? I said this in another episode. Remember on Mr. Mom. I believe, listen, with 
Terry Gar, I think that's her name, and um, was it my boy Michael Keaton? I believe it was in Mr. Mom back in the day. Love that movie. He was a car manufacturer, lost his job, and she ended up going back to work. She had a marketing degree and she ended up working for this company. She had great ideas and they put her on the toughest account they had was Schooner Tuna. The tuna with a heart. And she came up with that slogan, the tuna with a heart. And um, they didn't think her idea was going to work. But the guy, the CEO of the company, he was very hard to read. He was like, I love it. He said, where have you been hiding her? She's not selling tuna. She's selling America. She's selling her. Why? Because she tapped into what was going on in America at the time. She was a housewife. So she knew from a customer perspective, you know, listen, your tuna is the most expensive tuna on the shelf. And that's why folks ain't buying it. People are struggling right now and people need to know that you care more about them than they do than you do about your pocket so she created a campaign for them around tuna about the owner of the company the ceo of the company having this strong message to the american people at the time that said until the financial crisis is over we will continue to reduce our our, our tuna to 50 cents a can and until then we'll go you know we're gonna go back to our regular pricing when this is over but until till then buy schooner tuna the tuna with a heart and he had this american flag and was raving it around and what he said was the gold part he said she's not selling tuna she's selling america she's selling heart Payless didn't pay attention. He, they ain't, they weren't selling America. They weren't paying, selling to the heart. Right now, everybody want made in America, America this, America that, because they're sick of everything being, you know, ex, being imported and exported and all this other kind of stuff. American jobs, all of that kind of stuff. What are you doing to add value to the lives of your customers beyond your widget? whether it's a product service or whatever, whatever widget you are selling, what is the value you are adding to your customer, to the community? That matters, that's how you build customer loyalty and trust beyond your widget. And Payless missed the mark back then. Payless has to work on regaining the trust and loyalty of U.S. customers because right now, it is not there. I don't care. Listen, you can sell online to Amazon and that's what they've been doing. They've been selling their shoes on Amazon. And I don't care if you sell your, your shoes on Amazon or your own website. It doesn't mean a hill of beans if your customers don't trust you. And that's what's happening right now with Payless. Payless customer, folks don't trust you. Why? How do I know you care about me? How do I know you're not going to go back and try to sell me, you know, $20 shoes at $50? How do I know when you open back up, we're not going to see them same $40, $50 shoes on the shelf and pay less? What is the value that you're adding? That's something they stopped doing. You can't be out here charging on $40, $50 for some shoes and your store says pay less. I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm, if I'm paying that, I'm going to DSW, baby. We're going to, we going to DSW. When Sears was open, we're going to Sears. We're going to Penny's for that. We, but we're not paying that at no, we don't, not at pay less. Not at pay less. And so, you know, 
I'm, I, and, I, and I can tell you right now, I'm not alone in that thinking because a woman on Facebook said this. She, she posted the article about Payless coming back and possibly reopening U.S. stores. And this is the comment that she put when she posted it. She said, I'll be honest, I miss Payless. To be able to quickly pick up a cute ballerina flat or casual weekend shoe and love a good slip on like a fake Keds. They better make all shoes under $25 again. No one is shopping there to pay more, duh. One thing's for sure, if Payless plans to succeed this time, you'd better be able to pay less and pay less. Thanks for listening to On The Michael Dr. Race, the global mentor coach. If you like this podcast, please make sure you like and share it. I sincerely appreciate your support. If there are topics you'd like me to cover or if you need a business coach, email me at info at globalmentorcoach.com. Again, that's info at globalmentorcoach.com. Thanks for tuning in with me, Dr. Race, the global mentor coach. Remember to spread lots of love and light. Until next Next time, bye. What can we learn from Payless? You've got to add value for your customers, and that's something they failed to do for many years. As far as the episode itself, off the bat, you can hear my fan blowing in the background, and it sounds like I'm recording in a tunnel or something. You can hear every breath tick and smack. I also did not use the pause for effect properly. This season I was excited about the content and it showed. Now that we've ended this season, let me share something shocking. I didn't edit my episodes because I didn't know how. Not only did I not know how to edit them, I also didn't think to hire someone to do it. Go figure. Thanks for listening to another episode of Business Basics. This season's episodes continue to build on previous seasons to teach some business fundamentals to help you define and strengthen your brand while learning from my podcasting mistakes from day one. Go ahead and like and share this podcast and spread the word about business basics. I sincerely appreciate your support and your listening ear. If there are topics you'd like me to cover or if you need a business coach, email me at info at globalmentorcoach.com. Again, thanks for tuning in with me, Dr. Race, the Global Mentor Coach. Remember to spread lots of love and light. Until next time.